G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision. Well, let's come to our special guest, Andrew McColl, Family Voice Australia, and some attention to this evolving story that's dominating many of the news headlines this week. That's the story of Moira Deeming and the Victorian Liberal Party. Andrew McColl, special welcome back to 2020. Thanks, Neil. It's nice talking to you again. Andrew, how do you understand the background of what's happening to Moira Deeming right now? Well, I think we it, it, it's very important to talk about the background so we understand where we're at today. Last Monday, the Victorian Liberal leader, John Pesuto, said he'd seek to expel the party's upper house whip, Moira Deeming, over her links to an anti-transgender rally in Melbourne, which was on Saturday, which he claimed was associated with neo-Nazis. Uh, Mr. Pesuto said that that, that uh, Mrs. Tiemann's uh, position was untenable. He said he met with Mrs. Deeming on Sunday afternoon to discuss her involvement in organising, promoting and participating in a rally with speakers and other organisers who themselves had been publicly associated with far-right-wing extremist groups, including neo-Nazi activists. So... Uh, just, just giving a bit more detail for listeners, that protest at the Parliament in Victoria was sparked by the British anti-transgender Kelly J. Keynes rally, and she's on a tour around Australia, and she was in Melbourne last weekend. Well, so we've got to say to ourselves, what what's the matter down there? Is 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 something happening in Victoria that's a little bit out of the ordinary, Neil? It would be out of the ordinary, and you've got three groups involved in the issue here. This is very challenging, isn't it? Because the rally was called Let Women Speak, and uh, we've done a lot of segments on this program around women and how their rights are being diminished, uh, whether it's in uh, any areas of public office or on the sporting field or all sorts of issues around these challenging times, let women speak. And so you have three groups in the mix. And the ones that get all the attention are anyone but the women who were there for the Let Women Speak rally. That's pretty challenging, isn't it? Well, it is. And what we know, too, is that the Liberal Party that, that got rid of their Conservative and Christian member, Bernie Finn, last year, hasn't gotten used to their new Conservative, more redeeming, and are now intent on some astonishing antics. Has Mr Pesuto completely misjudged Moy Redeeming's intent, and that's possible, or is there some other plan simply to be rid of her as some kind of Liberal Party embarrassment with their progressive agenda? So and uh, if we're talking about uh, Moy Redeeming and her uh, statements after the rally... As she was going out of her way to distance herself from uh, those who gate crashed the rally and did the Nazi salute, 
Any thoughts there on the sorts of things she was saying? Well, she did say, I, I, I condemn the actions of the masked men in black who were later identified as neo-Nazis who gate-crashed the Let Women Speak event, and which was, which was put on um, by Kelly, uh, Kelly J. Keane. She said that most of the Let Women Speak speakers did not realise who they were until they were being escorted out by Victoria Police, that that is the Nazis, and that's when they did this despicable Nazi salute. And she said, I completely reject the beliefs of the Nazis, and I have seen firsthand the impact that the Holocaust had on a family member. She's also said, Neil, that she'd fight the unjust motion to expel her from the Liberal Party. She said, our shared traditions ensure robust freedom of thought and speech in our pluralist society, but not at the cost of public order or an incitement to violence such as this. Now, subsequent to that, some senior Liberals are privately scathing, this is what the Australian tells us, of, of that decision to dump deeming, arguing state leader John Pesuto has gone too far and should have gone or should have done more to defend the right to free speech. What are your thoughts around the concept of guilt by association? It has always been the case where people who hold a political office do need to be very careful who they're mixing with, who they're dining with, who they're being photographed shaking hands with. But guilt by association because you're a speaker at a rally that gets gatecrashed, that's pretty challenging and it's become something of a sackable offence for the Liberal Party in Victoria now. What are your thoughts here around guilt by association, Andrew? Well, when when does when does guilt by association become a sackable offence? I mean, the, the, the problem with that, Neil, is that that's a very convenient way to label somebody quite cruelly. For instance, if you or I are in a public place going about our business and other people happen to be there, and you may or may not agree with them, and you may even say hello or speak to them or even shake hands. And if, if it just so happens that Neil Johnson's seen photographing or, or, or shaking hands with some person who is supposed to be of ill repute, does that mean that Neil Johnson is therefore tarred with that brush as well? And, and what we know about that day when that protest was taking place at the parliament is that the, the police reported that there were six groups protesting outside the parliament. Now, isn't that what people can do in a, in a free society? And, and, and we would kind of welcome all protesters. I mean, I, I, I've got no truck with the Nazi party, but if groups from different persuasions in our society, whether it's you know, free the pigeons or, or whatever it may be, the Greens, the locals, the don't dam the, you know, the river or whatever it may be. And there are hundreds and hundreds of, of groups. And I'll tell you, that's fine. This is a free country. We can do these things. But we, what we know is that during the French Revolution, which wasn't much of a revolution to be a part of, you could lose your head for this reason, that it was alleged that you were somewhere when someone else was there. And that didn't even have to be proven. So when, when today, when, when virtue signalling claims that you were there, there were others there too who are nasty people, therefore you must be like them. Well, that tells us that's a very cheap political slur, unjustly maligning someone when there is no evidence implicating them 
It's just a childish accusation. In my opinion, the Victorian Liberal leader ought to be ashamed of himself. Or he's, the, he's the one guilty of a gross error of judgment, not my redeeming. And of course, there'll be those who are saying we're waiting for the evidence that he says he has, that there are deeper connections for Moira Deeming and the Nazi party. I think there'll be a few uh, interested uh, in seeing what sort of evidence is on offer because everyone condemns the Nazi party. And uh, even the woman who was the guest speaker at that rally, the Kelly J. Keane, she's uh, described those people who gate-crashed the gathering there on the weekend as sad, pathetic men and uh, and certainly has been a distraction from what she was trying to say around the uh, issue of uh, women and women's rights. Well, she did. And, and speaking speaking on Tuesday through the Australian newspaper after her Hobart rally was overrun by hostile, hostile transgender rights activists, she said that it's bonkers that she'd become a public enemy number one in Australia and New Zealand. Uh, she pointed out that her, her being associated with neo-Nazis is preposterous. And, and, and what she is actually doing is actually quite brave, in my opinion. She's saying, I can't let it stop talking about the little girls in this country and women having their rights completely decimated through the whole transgender movement. And uh, so... So while she's, there are some trying to associate her with neo-Nazis, which I think, Neil, is a patently ridiculous suggestion, uh, she's actually advocating for women uh, to not to be subject you know, to these terrible operations and, and things like puberty blockers, which are no good for any woman or child and very commonly will render that child or woman a, a sterilised person that cannot have children. Well, everyone ought to be concerned about the lifelong medicalisation that happens uh, with all of those uh, transition processes, whether they be boys or girls. Uh, interestingly, uh, this uh, lady, Keane, um, she was planning to go to New Zealand. Uh, they've got a very woke government in New Zealand, and uh, they're not likely now to let her in. There's some talk of a ban. Any thoughts around that? Well, once again, when when you start when you start saying to someone who wants to come and visit your country, well, you can't come because we've seen footage of you, and in the background there's un- there's rather undesirable people. Well, what does that say for justice? What does it say for the, the desire? to look objectively at what people are saying and doing rather than by those people who find a way to gatecrash that first person's meeting or march or rally, it's very convenient to say, I've seen a photograph of you and you're with all these Santa people, therefore we won't let you into our country. Now that to me is is really getting pathetic. It, It just shows... What, that, we've, that we've lost something uh, in the West in terms of our freedoms that we, that we like to think are very important to us. So now the Liberal leader in Victoria, he's under pressure because he's made a stand saying we're looking to expel Moira Deeming. Uh, some are saying, well, if he doesn't 
get to expel Moira Deeming now, then his own authority will be under question and his own leadership may be on the chopping block. Uh, Any thoughts here about, uh, you know, if you're a Christian, you're thinking about what's going on in Victoria, you're trying to make sense of what's happening, uh, you're tempted to take sides. Any thoughts here on how you make sense of those things? Well, well, I think we have to try and make sense out of all of these things. I mean, I mean, we know that, that Jesus himself was subject to a kangaroo court where, where certain people who were not interested in justice wanted certain outcomes from Jesus' trial. They wanted him dead. There were two people in, in that context. You, you had the, the, the political context with Pilate who didn't want him dead, but was being manipulated by, by, by the leaders of the day of Israel. So that he was able to... <laughs> so you had this un, unfortunate parallel. And we have to be careful that we always view these matters objectively. Now, now I did note one correspondent uh, with The Australian, this is yesterday, wrote this. How on earth can you sack a person because they were at the same place that was basically ambushed by a small group of radicals that she has no affiliation with whatsoever. She also would not have known that they were there. It's probably about time that the Australian people get rid of these two equally useless political parties and give someone else a chance that at the bare minimum leads using common sense and fairness at the same time. Hey, Andrew, if you're a Christian believer and you see things like this unfolding in a state that's close to home, lots of listeners to our conversation today in Victoria trying to make sense of what's going on, uh, the rest of us all around Australia with a spotlight on Victoria and saying what has happened to the Liberal Party there, um, I wonder what your thoughts are around how, as a Christian believer, you might even pray for the situation that is in Victoria, pray for Moy redeeming. What are your thoughts here? Well, we can certainly pray for her, and I think we should, because you know, from what I can read about her, she's innocent of all of the charges that are being laid at her feet. Now, I happened to call one of my friends in Victoria yesterday to get his opinion on the matter, and, and he went into bat for her straight away, saying she's a sensible, practical, homeschooling mother of four and a passionate pro-lifer, not afraid to speak of her Christian beliefs in the public square. Now, what a person to have in the Victorian Parliament. Don't we need people like her? So I would say, hey, my fellow believers, let us pray for my redeeming that she is, um, what's the word I want? She's vindicated through this process. What, and that, that that on Monday the Liberal Party don't throw her out, but actually move to vindicate her, and uh, let us let us even while we're talking, or perhaps even now, pray for her as we kind of close down our sure. our segment today. Yeah. Heavenly yeah. Father, thank you for my redeeming in Victoria. Thank you that she's been willing to stand her ground and be a confident pro-life Christian person. Uh, who wants to see God's will done in Victoria. We pray that you, Lord, will vindicate her on Monday, that she'll be, she will be delivered from evil and that she will succeed uh, in this role that you've given her and we will be able to see her uh, really kicking some goals for the kingdom of God as days and months go ahead. In Jesus' name, amen. 
Amen. Thanks so much for leading us in a prayer around Moira Deeming because as you describe her, that practical, homeschooling mother of four, passionate pro-lifer, not afraid to speak of her Christian beliefs in the public square. Uh, She's gone through all of that preparation and she's been elected to the upper house, the uh, Legislative Assembly uh, Legislative Council in Victoria. And uh, as you say, we need more parliamentarians who have some conviction for their faith like her. And when you've got the situation where she's now aligned um, and allegedly with uh, the Nazis, um, you've got this situation where she is in the process of being silenced and now uh, potentially expelled. And we might even let your thoughts run wild that uh, in other cultures and at other times where these sorts of things have developed to a point like this, uh, elimination is one of those issues that happens uh, in some uh, issues around the world. And we might talk a bit, a bit more about that as we get our conversation in our next conversation underway. But always appreciate your insights, Andrew McColl. Always uh, clever, always based in your own uh, deep and mature Christian faith, And, of course, uh, we're appreciative of the good work of Family Voice Australia and for listeners to check out Family Voice Australia and be prayerful for Family Voice, uh, that their voice continues and that uh, as a supporter, you might like to even uh, uh, get on board and be a prayer partner, even a financial supporter of Family Voice Australia, familyvoice.org.au. Andrew McColl, Family Voice Queensland State Director, thanks so much for your insights today on 2020. Thanks so much, Neil. God bless. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.